Hi, I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Sam M. Walton College of Business. Welcome to Be Epic, the podcast where we explore excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality, and what those values mean in business, education, and your life today. Today I have with me Brian Johnson, an executive with Gartner. Brian Fugit, the chair of the Department of Supply Chain Management in the Walton College, and Stephanie Thomas, a professor in the Walton College in Supply Chain Management. And we're talking about talent and attributes of talent that are required for supply chain. So when we think about supply chain talent, what are you seeing in the market? What we're seeing is digitalization having a huge impact in the marketplace. And because of that, supply chains are really having to have a bimodal view of how to go to work. On this first side, you have to go and do the day-to-day. You have to drive cost out. But if you're not having a second mode of operation, which is innovation-focused, really taking advantage of the technology and digitalizations out there in the marketplace, you're going to be left behind. Stephanie, um, I know you teach a lot of students. You've been a uh, uh, logistics executive in retail in your career before you became a professor. What are some trends or, that are occurring that you're you're noticing? I think some of the interesting trends are that more students are coming in knowing a little bit about supply chain management. It's actually being talked about in some places at the high school level, which I'm really excited about. I teach the integrated supply chain management course, which is usually for many of them their first intro into what supply chain management really is and that's where a lot of them the light bulb goes on and goes this is a career path i could see myself in or this is really cool i want to learn more as a newer field we need that to trickle down to lower levels so that we can generate that excitement early on so i think there's more students becoming more aware of it and some of that is more parents uh, being in the field as logistics and supply chain has grown. And so the around the dinner table at night, they're hearing about the, these issues and, and challenges. And I think you're starting to see a shift in the um, the makeup of students as well. I'm noticing we're, we are getting more women into interested in, in supply chain management and um, a lot more diversity from different backgrounds as well, especially interestingly here at the University of Arkansas, there are a number of the international students that come in. And for example, uh, we have several students from the country of Panama. And a lot of them, there's heavy influence, obviously, of the Panama Canal, but they come in here really wanting and excited about supply chain management. Brian, I know um, as a department chair of supply chain management, one thing that you've been really doing and I'm really grateful for is trying to think about our curriculum. What we've done when we look at the you know the history of this program um, is logistics transportation and heavy retail supply chain and those are still our core you know uh, competencies if you will given where we are and where a lot of our students go. What we've done though integrated a, a broader supply chain curriculum um, to have really to touch on s- sourcing and, and production and you know the customer facing side and as well as you know the sh- 
the the supply chain strategy and change management and those kinds of things. And so um, we have project courses that have looked at uh, blockchain with local companies. Um, looked at they've co- uh, students have worked on using augmented reality glasses in the transportation space uh, to help with decisions. And so we're really trying to have our students be prepared to use all the data that's going to become available and the digitization to be able to do that not just data analytics but make decisions off of those and prepare them so that they're thinking strategically they're thinking in an integrated manner across a supply chain and and so we've you know we continue to 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 change our curriculum i think that will so much align to what Gartner Research is saying, we just came out with the future of work 2025. And what we, what the, one of the call outs was, is the whole idea of a spectrum of a role being changed. Mm. That historically, the idea of there are lots of little jobs is different in the future. Mm. The future is gonna require that the, the leadership in the supply chain organizations have a large spectrum. And so your ability to start the students off well there should pay huge dividends for them in their career. That's another reason that we like the Gartner model is because it isn't as simple as some supply chain models are made out to be. It's plan, source, make, deliver, and that, that may be it. Might Maybe we'll talk about a customer, but it's much more comprehensive of what the reality really is out in the supply chain world. And so it's, it's nice to be able to look at the Gartner model and know that we're preparing our students similarly. Gartner recently um, published some research that showed that one of the biggest impediments to success in moving forward with the digitization in business is talent and capabilities. But I know there's many other things that uh, they've identified. Well, last year at our annual conference, Dana, Dana Stifler, who's one of our major analysts on people, she put up kind of what the requirements are going to be for the future for a role. And she went into the territory of Chicago. And when she got down to it, only a handful of people even qualified for that role. And of the, the price was so expensive. So the action item that she told the, the executive crowd there was, you have to think of new ways to develop, to, to build. You're not going to be able to just go out and hire people. You need to have avenues that are bringing these people into your organization and able to develop them. And, some of those, you know, we just did research on internships and how to manage an internship to grow talent. Uh, obviously, partnering with schools um, is a big part of that, but it's all part of the idea of not just going out and buying talent anymore. You have to be responsible for making your own talent. One thing we've done in our undergraduate program that's really interesting, all students don't have to pick a major till their junior year now. Used to be they had to pick it a lot earlier, but now, you know, in the freshman and sophomore year, the students are learning lots, all the areas of business. And then when they're a junior, they can make a decision about what they want to major in. And the third biggest major in the college is supply chain management, and it's the fastest growing. But aren't you saying, seeing the success of Chief Supply Chain Officers now taking the CEO role in so many organizations as one of the major drivers, I think, of people understanding that if they want to be an executive in the leadership of companies in the future, that one of the best pathways to that is through the supply chain because it goes from finance 
all the way through. It gives them a full view of the operation of the business, which I think sets them up self up well to be in a leadership role if that's their desire. Absolutely. I mean, another alumnus that we're proud of is uh, Doug McMillan, who's the CEO of Walmart. And he often says, you know, logistics and supply chain are things he pays a lot of attention to. Um, he thinks it's a critical success factor uh, for Walmart. And you, I mean, almost every time I hear him speak about strategy or the direction, you hear that come up. Well, I think at the student level, a lot of times um, for supply chain majors, it's been kind of hard when nobody knew what you did or what you were going to do. So you had this little bit of an inferiority complex. And when the CEO of Walmart is talking about logistics and supply chain, you're like, see, I'm doing something really cool. And so I think that's great when you see executives kind of elevate awareness about the field. And that definitely does trickle down to the student level. A core principle, some of the core principles that we teach and we we train and you have to do as soon as you start your first job and throughout your career is managing those cross-functional silos, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, maybe not breaking them down, but ventilating those silos and um, as well as doing the same thing across companies. And so you have to get really good at, at, at process integration. You have to get good at, uh, uh, at, at relationships, at personal relationships, company relationships, and, and dealing with those conflicts and how do you execute a new, you know, uh, supply chain implementation, you know, some initiative that you're doing. And, and so they end up working across the company so they do get that fuller view. So uh, Well, and I think talking about the cross-functional, when you look at the work that's being done in the Macmillan Innovation Studio, mm-hmm. where you have a lot of cross-functional teams and you have students representing all different parts of the university, not just business students, coming together and and the reality is out in the real world we we work with people from in all different areas not just in supply chain or just in sales or just in manufacturing and so for the students that get to participate in those projects this is a great opportunity to uh, work with people that may not think like you approach Mm -hmm. problems like you have the same content uh, knowledge foundation that you do and how do you work together in that type of environment and still try to be successful. And what we've seen in Gardner is one of the major contributors to that is the ability to challenge the status quo. Mm-hmm. And so as we build those teams mm-hmm. that you guys are developing, no longer is it just show up and do your job. It's like challenge the status quo because that's what the organizations need to succeed today. Stephanie, I know you've uh, done a number of things to help our college move towards encouraging women to consider supply chain as a major. Uh, Would you mind talking to that a bit? That's kind of an area that I found a passion for. It started when my husband was actually in his PhD program and he had some young um, female students that would come to him and ask him questions. And he was like, I can give you an answer, but I don't have the same perspective that my wife would. So call her, set up a time to have coffee. And so before I even kind of transitioned into academia, I was already kind of mentoring students because I could see there's a need. I actually had one a female one time tell me that going to class because it was heavily male um, focused was like going to a fraternity party. You were either hit on or ignored. And so it kind of drove me to, okay, let's change that. 
the great thing about the Walton College is that all business majors do take supply chain management. So sometimes it's not until you get into your upper division classes that you realize, oh wait, there's not as many people um, like me. And in some cases start to have a little buyer's remorse of, am I doing the right thing? And that's where we have a student organization called WISE, which stands for Women Impacting Supply Chain Excellence. And that's where organizations like that can kind of be very helpful because there's a place and a group that you can go to and say, okay, has anybody else felt this way? It's really fun to get to advise an organization to kind of help see um, students, male or female, become more confident in their decision to go into this field because the opportunities really are endless. But I mean, maybe Stephanie, you're also involved in, I know you're involved in research in this space mm-hmm. and, and, and doing some studies for, with CSCMP, mm-hmm. as well as working closely with Awesome, mm-hmm. and you'll have to tell us what that means, but, um, and our students, you've gotten them engaged in that as well. Absolutely. I, there's a study that was out of Ohio, Ohio State for uh, 20, 25 years, started by a lady named Martha Cooper that looked at, at the industry level of what are women doing in supply chain management? Originally it was in logistics and as, as the field has evolved, so did the study. And when Awesome and Gartner came along and put their emphasis on the, the women in supply chain research, uh, Terry Esper and Hannah Soles and I kind of stepped back and said, they're gonna do this a lot better than we can, but let's see if there's something else we can look at. And so this past year, we reconfigured the survey to have a focus on students. And so for the first uh, launch, we had 18 universities that had students that responded. And a lot of it was trying to replicate a lot of what had been done at the um, practitioner level. But then it was also to dig a little deeper into why are students coming into supply chain management? What do they like about it? What do they not like about it? Uh, what are they seeing as the challenges and opportunities? And to see if that's consistent with what's going on in the industry. And it was amazing. We had a 50-50 split of, I think it was like, I think we ended up with 650 respondents and half male, half female. But you also saw um, a number of Hispanics uh, we did have Af- African Americans. We had um, a lot of Asian Americans, and so, so there was some diversity in the the mix too, which I think you continue um, to see a lot of those different um, ethnic backgrounds grow uh, as well. And I think a lot of universities are focusing on that. But the interesting uh, thing from some of the findings are how at the uh, student level, a lot of what's going on with the students, um, male and female, it's no difference, and how they're responding to certain things or how they feel about the field. The main kind of interesting one was that the male students were much more confident in their decision to be a supply chain major than the female students. And the other organization that Brian mentioned was AWESOME, which stands for Achieving Women's Excellence in Supply Chain Operations Management and Education. And it's an organization started by a lady named Ann Drake and it initially started as a focus on um, executives, senior level executive women, and it kind of gave them a group to belong to. That's a great opportunity for them to see that there is a whole world of of, um, strong um, supply chain leaders that happen to be women out there at a very critical point in their learning. And then they come back 
and tell all their friends about it. And those stories just kind of roll on and that helps energize the kind of next generation of leaders coming on. Several years ago at Gardner, we started the women in supply chain, having breakout sessions for them and uh, specific venues just for them to talk. And it seems like the voice is definitely getting louder and louder in the marketplace, but it's also opening up to the men that are in supply chain, understanding what it is. So they've kind of said, hey, when we have a women in supply chain session, let's not have it just be women. Like it needs to be everybody needs to be in the room. And so that mind shift of changing, we've seen certainly uh, accelerating a lot over the last few years. Well, interestingly, this year with the student organization, the WISE organization, we have several several male students that have joined this year, and some of them just said, I just want to learn more and I want to support my female, you know, student partners that I'm in groups with and project, which is great because I think that's setting that foundation that hopefully eventually one day this isn't a conversation that we even have anymore. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Be Epic podcast from the Walton College. You can find us on Google, SoundCloud, iTunes, or look for us wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can find current and past episodes by searching Be Epic Podcast, one word, that's B-E-E-P-I-C Podcast, and now Be Epic.